You're listening to Life in the Faust Lane. My wonderful friends and I are here to share some wisdom, make you laugh, and of course, shatter all of those toxic cultural norms. So buckle up tight, because you're about to enter the Faust Lane. Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to Life in the Faust Lane. This is your girl, Mary. And I am posting an old recording for you today, one with both Jared and myself. Back in 2020, I removed this episode, um, I don't know, maybe six months after it was posted, and just to have some backlog episodes. And so I'm reposting it again, and I hope you get a few laughs, and I just want to let you listeners know that I've got some new guests coming up, some returning guests, and some really exciting episodes in store. So enjoy this oldie. Also been missing my brother a lot lately, so this one made me feel warm and fuzzy, and all the love, and... Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. And we'll be back next week with some fresh material. TTYL. Hello. Hello. Here we are. Does it sound like I'm in a wind tunnel? No, not at all. It's just the first subject of today. Uh, Well, real quick, audience. Sunday, my sister and I have... Well, Mary, it, it sounds like you're breathing like a fucking rhinoceros into the mic. <laughs> okay, well, okay. First of all, you're listening to Life in the Faust Lane. Thank you yes, for, for joining in. And yes, I had to walk up a hill. I didn't plan on having to walk up. So I'm trying to like pretend that okay. I'm not out of shape. Um, I mean, hey, how's it going? I'm recording my podcast. My neighbor just walked by me. He's going to throw off the whole groove right now. Jerk. Uh, <laughs> So, no, you don't sound like you're in a wind tunnel, but it does keep kind of, like, fading well, out. Okay, okay well, um, Bishop did a classic thing today where it decided to go from, like, okay, it's fall to it's, like, the dead of winter, freaking nipples hard enough to cut glass, wind that is, like, yeah. ah, just just chopping, piercing cold wind. But, uh, you know, I enjoy it. You know, it, it, it's, it's all about that spooky boy season yeah. and this is what brings it in. But, um, yeah, sorry. I'm just, see, I, I was doing I, the same thing. It's to me, this is unlivable, which I know is so dramatic, but <laughs> I tried to take my son Warren to the park today and he just stood there too cold to move with like snot dripping out of his nose. And I was like, okay, okay. this isn't. <laughs> Okay, now the freaking Sarah McLaughlin in the arms <laughs> of an angel. I'm just and saying, I, just I was like, wasn't it summer Warren. yesterday? <laughs> Warren's puss in boot eyes looking up at what used to be summer and now this chilling or I don't know. Um, well, uh, well, I uh, so Sundays, we're going to kind of have it be like a, a, you know, story time, but like more, more of a 
of a fun natured like uh yeah. Sunday fun day, if you will. Sunday fun day, you know, we'll say we'll save the the heavier subjects when everyone's trying to get to their work grind. Yeah. And uh, you know, cuz that's when you need it. Um, but I uh, do want to um say thank you to everyone who listened to my solo episode. That was, you know, not easy to do and I'm actually patting myself on the back these last couple of days like, you know, you did that. Yeah. Whatever. I, I listened to it and it was, it was quite intense, you know, yeah. intense in a, in a, but I think it was, it was handled with, with poise and etiquette. And that's uh you know, that's hard to do in a situation like that, like that, I imagine. Well, thank you. I hope I, I don't know what poise and etiquette necessarily means, but they sound good. There were just two fancy words that I found in my, in my, <laughs> in my brain Rolodex that I was like, let me pepper those into this sentence and make myself sound like I am some more. Your, your tabletop dictionary word of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dumbfounded, Barry. I'm just dumbfounded, you see? Dumbfounded. Oh, that um, sick can segue into a fun family story. <laughs> right? Our, our cousin, Zach Fox, who we love to death, when he was in about, God, what grade would you say that was? Probably, I think Fifth we're in or sixth? I think we're in fifth grade. From coast to coast, from, from coast, coast to coast, promenade, promenade is the most, promenade is the most. From east, east to west, west, from east to west, promenade is the best, promenade is the best. <laughs> That's a shout out to all those promenaders out there. I never went to promenade in, in, in Corona, school. California. <laughs> well, great. one of our many elementary schools. Um, we moved around a lot. <laughs> but uh, but yes, yeah, so our our cousin uh, Zach just got hooked on this. Like he learned a word. It was a for that grade. It's a pretty like you know. In in my household, we call it like a dollar word. You know, put a dollar in the in the jar for using a big word. But uh, you know, it was dumbfounded. And I swear to God, <laughs> he 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 squeezed that in. He like, inserted it incorrectly into the sentences just to say the word <laughs> oh man i love him good yeah. guy that guy good guy, good and, guy. And, uh, you know and, and, a, and a big growing family and josh shout out to you too the whole foxes in general shout out yeah, and they're all like heading out um, to north carolina where we were living and they were in yeah. california now we've like swapped my sister and I escaped it right before the arranged marriage uh to each other um <laughs> to each other <laughs> It's a tradition in, in in the deep south. No, I'm just kidding. That that that's that really is a deep weird thing. You know, if people were living where like Deliverance was filmed. <laughs> oh no, no, thank but, uh, you. I do have a quick little funny story. It's not really a family story. It just uh, <laughs> we, when when I brought up earlier in a conversation, we were having uh, just literally moments before this podcast uh, began about the human centipede. I was just reminded of. Um, <laughs> Anybody that's just ever gone through, you know, the the awkward dating phase, especially if, if you've done it through apps like OkCupid or uh, Tinder and stuff like that. Well, I went on a, a date with this girl who shall remain nameless, but we uh, we went on several dates. And I remember she she came over one one time and, uh, you know, we had all plans of sorry, Mary, but we had all plans of being intimate and all that. And uh, and and so I said, pick out a good date movie. Well, she brings one over. And this is my first my first exposure to this film, and I think after I say it, you'll laugh. Well, it was Tusk. Um, <laughs> the Wes Anderson, or no, not Wes Anderson, the Kevin Smith movie, uh, uh, Tusk. Where he turns and, 
that nerdy kid from Dodgeball into a walrus. Into a human walrus. And in your head, it might even sound like, oh, that's kind of funny. Well, It's not funny. So it's, yeah. it's deeply disturbing. So we're watching the movie, right? And like right when it starts getting to those like intense like boom, boom moments where like. Yeah. His legs are cut off. Like what? <laughs> So, so like I, I feel her start to get intimate with me, and my brain's like, "Hold the fuck up! I have to process what the hell! I have to digest what my eyes and ears and she was and, into so, that." I'm not gonna say it was an aphrodisiac to her or something along she those just didn't, those lines. Uh, like she was, well, she's kind of a weird girl, you know. She was cool. She was just into like all that like spooky like yes, weird trust stuff, me. but like. Yeah, but like to me, my brain still has to separate. Like, okay, I am watching a, a guy's life be completely fucked up by being turned into a walrus. Yes, and, and I'm supposed to have sex with somebody. Yes, my wiener was so out of the equation; it was on a different planet. Like, dude, we're gonna need a week to to like recuperate from this. And anyways, I know that's a weird st- story, no, but it's just like, I, okay, well, I have I have one thing to add about the movie Tusk, which is that being the weirdo i am nobody in my life circle wanted to see that movie and so i went to the theater and watched it by myself and felt like a super creep because the movie is so uncomfortable i can digest the Wee herman movie theater story better than you going to be tusk by yourself <laughs> so that's story number one that that i wanted to add to that but also i have a weird like sexual partner story too sorry bro i know that's not fun for you to listen to especially Mm -hmm. after my Mm -hmm. last episode but this guy pops on a little dvd or something like that and i was like okay what's this and it's a pops out of poppers (laughs) no and it's an anime so i'm just thinking like well that's already strange if he's trying to get me in the mood but it's like a, yeah turns sorry into gentlemen a, out there that watch anime but no thank you turns into a pornographic anime not just like a normal like pornographic tent- anime like octopus tentacle type shit like a giant satanic like beast is like ravagely raping a woman and and i'm like this is this is what you've put on for to get me in the mood like that a giant demon is raping a woman (laughs) which Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. just you know is a good branch off of last my last episode tree right it's just the weird what'd you say I think you may have escaped a murder. Like, he, like you could have been a statistic or something. I don't know. That doesn't seem healthy in any kind of, of No, of, uh, no. Way. Don't watch but, that know. stuff, people. Like, that's going to rot your sexuality. Rot like brain. Like John Mayer said, you know, porno. The porno industry rots the young boy's brain. I'll tell you that right here and now. Because it sets unrealistic, like, expectations and, like, weird things for the woman's body. And just, I don't know. It's a weird thing. We've it's all dabbled thing. in but like, if you lose yourself to it, man, it it really does have an everlasting effect on just sex in general, yeah. and it's a it's a crazy bad thing. I'm gonna tell my kid, my son, because I'm finally having a son. I don't want to have these conversations with my daughters. Uh, that's their mother's thing. I well, if if they come to me for advice, I'll give it to them. But I mean, I don't want to have I, whether it's I you know I I haven't fully processed it yet, whether it's sexist or what. But I feel like with my son, I'll be able to divulge more of a a crass sense of like things. I think anyway. it's not the worst idea to 
give your children who are the opposite sex of you a little glimpse into just like that men are savages (laughs) 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 or just a glimpse into like because like we talked about in a previous uh, previous episode you know men and women are completely different and so no we are you know have obviously like to have a mother figure teaching a woman yes of course but like the father is an important role too just to to teach i will be your father figure. put, <laughs> put your, your tiny, tiny hand in mine, in mine. yeah Ooh, little george michael <laughs> um, <laughs> um i was gonna say do you remember the little green onion days I love that restaurant in Riverside, California. Yes. Yes. The freaking like dollar seventy five tacos, but like that were bomb, so bomb and so big. And, tacos. Yeah. Oh I hope God. that place is still. I you know I hope it they is still the there. COVID. It is still there. Dad just said he ate there. Ah, uh, it survived the COVID. Okay, good. Yeah. Good things come yeah. to those who wait. I don't know how that implies to, to this thing, but like <laughs> all, all I'm trying to say is we had some epic. Do you remember good old James Carver? The time when we and we used to go mobbing deep to this restaurant on Taco, Taco Tuesday. Tuesdays. I mean, I think one time we had a party that was close to like thirty. It was pretty yeah. ridiculous. They, I, I'm pretty the, sure we got we got kicked out or almost kicked out every Tuesday. Also, almost every Tuesday because you know we did a little bit of the old drinky drink. We did a little bit of the old smoky smoke. We did a little we're bit wild. of the old talky talk. We were, you know, we were, we were wild and crazy kids and. um and but like but remember when James Carver earned us the official we are banned from the we got 86 from there for I think it was like three months or something. I know because, that it had something to do with a urinal cake yes. patty or something. Well, we'll just call it a urinal cake patty. James decided and keep in mind this is a restaurant where it would be packed on fucking Taco Tuesday. And so and when you go into the bathroom, it's a one person at a time restroom. So the power of deduction isn't all that hard of a process and like figuring out who the F just did this masterpiece. But our buddy James goes in there and God, he was pretty torched. He's pretty torched himself. But he uh, he goes in there and he takes a steaming shit like a coiler. One of those ones that looks like a freaking like the poop emoji. It was a perfect soft serve like coil. With a smiley face. It. Yes, and he drops it right in the – and they had one of those stand-up urinals where, like, <laughs> the cake is on the ground by your feet, so you always get pee God, splashes. No. Anyways. Oh. Yeah. Luckily, I don't it. know that world. He drops it right there and opens the door, and the next person in line is the manager of the <laughs> restaurant. Um, and, and James is leaving, like, laughing hysterically uh, and goes back to the table, and I think – probably immediately starts talking about dude i just dropped a huge shit in the bathroom and like i think maybe three or four minutes go by and we get the tap on the shoulder and it's like we need you guys to leave like pay your bills and leave now. And well i i have a story from the little green onion where i'm not gonna name our cousin's name because for all i know he'll sue us or something we're not we're not in cahoots with this cousin currently. Maybe that'll change in the future, but no, hopefully said, one day it'll change. Who knows? Yeah, said cousin. Um, like while I was in the bathroom or just not paying attention, filled my purse with all of the salt and pepper <laughs> shakers and all of the silverware, but made it pretty, clearly obvious that that's pretty funny that that was happening. So the waitress saw all of those things in my purse and like went ballistic on me and was trying to kick me out and trying to you know obviously accuse me of stealing all of the 
salt and pepper shakers and I was so embarrassed and I, I swear as much as we don't have a good relationship right now that story's pretty fucking funny. It is like, funny. It wasn't funny at the time. Um, of course it wasn't funny at the time, but like that's one of those stories in retrospect. You're like, damn, that was a good, good one. one. You good got one, me. Good one. You got yeah. me. Because, you know, no harm, no foul. Mary wasn't arrested or or like, but it was a slight, you know, I wasn't there apparently. Was I, was I there for that one? I'm not sure. But I usually kept the waitresses like liking everyone because that's usually my role oh. is like keep. You had, yeah, you had to be the moderator together. there. Yeah, and so when she because... thought that I was trying to steal all that stuff, I was like, "You guys, we're never going to be welcomed here again if I'm now labeled a thief." <laughs> some of the, some of the shit, I swear, you know, it's just one of those things. As you get older, you, you realize, like, dang, that was not cool. Like, if you own property or if you own anything in your life as an adult, like when, when. when our cousin and I would take a water balloon launcher and put pomegranates in them and launch it onto a back on, into this neighbor's pool, dyeing his entire pool purple from the pomegranate and his concrete purple from the juice. And we're laughing, laughing. Probably set the guy back like five G's and like repairs and stuff. That's I don't some know. Bart Simpson shit right there. Oh my God. Uh, we once got like empty cereal boxes and there were like these, these metal spikes like jacks where no matter how you tossed them, there'd always be a pointy side sitting up and we'd put them in the cereal box and then throw them in the middle of the street because any car's first temptation is, Ooh, I want to crunch that box. And then, (laughs) and then, (laughs) you know, realistically not understanding, we just set that driver back or like, you know, God forbid, he does that and he's just a really bad driver, overcompensates, flips his car. There's three children in the back seat. <laughs> fire. Like, you know, it's just the stupid shit you do when you're young, when you're like, oh, this isn't going to have any ramifications or ha 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 ha, you know? Remember being a kid and, and like having zero concern for wiping your booger on like the couch or like the carpet what yeah where does that lesson come in where you start realizing oh wait i have to live amongst wait you mean that stopped for you (laughs) just kidding no now you hide it in the like exactly or i have my beard i can just hide it until later and then dispose (laughs) of it no um i i will say now my sister and i unless this changed unless it's one of as dad claimed in the past one of my fabricated memories but we, my sister and I, and I still stand by this, never ate a booger as a kid. Yeah, I never was curious. I was like, yeah, never did it. Never did it. Kind of gross to me. Like my, no my whole philosophy, my entire philosophy, my entire life has been: if it came out of my body, it's not going back in. That's my thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, Spit. I've never. Spit. The occasional poop I'll eat. Um, <laughs> you, you know. Any rational take there. Oh, it's like people that wipe and say they don't look at the toilet paper afterwards. Like, how do you know when to stop? Are you going off of just like (laughs) like your butthole talks to you? And like, there's no more. I don't trust those people. That means, yeah, they're just like holding out hope that it's clean enough. Like, it's either that or you or you pull a dad's ex boyfriend Jonathan and you immediately take a shower. Immediately take a shower. Which to that's me is also kind of that's a sign of like a health concern if you can't. Oh, that's yeah, that's loose booty <laughs> disease right there. That's like that's like that floppy sausage wind meat bag thing, like <laughs> turkey gobbler. Like if you have that kind of issues, but I don't know. 
<laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> do, 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 do you remember when it was Grandpa Adizato, I think Nana and Mom, and we were picking you up from one of your dance things at Shamawa Middle Shamawa Shamawa Middle School. And remember how in front of Shamawa, towards the end, they put those big yellow posts up right in front. Yeah. I think maybe maybe to deter vehicles from driving into the school or yeah. something. I, I don't know exactly what they were for. But yeah. I remember one day I was there with, with them and we were waiting to pick you up. And I was jumping from post to post to post. And like, I would say each post was, was separated by like maybe three feet of distance mm-hmm. or something. And like, mm-hmm. and like, I remember I was doing triple, double, quadruple axle backflip from one post to the next. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I mean, it was pretty stellar. Well, obviously none of that's true, but I'm saying, all I'm trying to say is I was managing my own. And then all of a sudden that Shamawa bell rings, which I was going to try and emulate, but I forget if it was a chime or an actual bell at Shamawa. I think it was a chime. Anyways, <laughs> And then all you guys start flooding out into the into that main entrance area, and wait, me <laughs> and who other than Jawkins, who I'm married to, we both went to middle school together. That's that. Anyways, true that, true that, so true that, true that. Both of us saw what's about. To oh happen. my God, you! I think Amanda Burke was there. Well, Amanda Anderson at the time. Uh, Stephanie might have. I don't know. A whole bunch. Laura Lackey, uh, 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 Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mel Gibson. <laughs> They were all they were all there for it to see and witness, um, but no. And then the minute I see you and your group, like the try hard in me was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna step it up a notch." And then the very next one I went to, I missed it completely, biffed it, and went straight to testicular uh, uh, region into that yellow pole, <laughs> and it was. It was absolutely, you know, there's something about every, every time I want to try and show off a little bit, like yeah. when I bought the motorcycle yeah. and I was like, I can handle 750 cc's of freaking V twin <laughs> Honda V max freaking motorcycle between these thighs when all I've maybe da- the, you know, dabbled with a little bit was like a moped or a scooter. And I'm like, I got this. And I drove it not even a whole mile. <laughs> I get, I'm turning the bend into it on, onto the street that I live on. And Liz was out there and Damon and Chepe and like everybody in the world. <laughs> and, and, and as I'm making that turn, the freaking the freaking throttle sticks because it was a used bike and, it, and I accelerate. I do a Superman off the handlebars, slam my face into the asphalt, skid my hands and picking asphalt out of it, look up and I do this like immediate, like throw my hands in the air and then throw the helmet and they're all just pointing and laughing. Yes. I think Chepe might have peed himself a little bit yes. and I was, I was just like, you know, Somebody would have been there. I probably would have wheelied it. And that's the uh, danger in trying to look cool. Cool. And this you're is, not cool. <laughs> when I would, so I went to middle school with my husband, and I was I didn't only go to middle school with him. I was obsessed with him. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. He was my first obsession, and I he skateboarded on the corner of Amanda Anderson and Dee Dee Anderson and Dave Anderson there home and me and amanda were friends so we would hang out at their house and i just loved hanging out in the front yard because john was up there skating with his friends and i was all about just being a creep and same thing i'm trying to be cool i'm trying to think oh how how can i make him think i'm cool and i was like well i'm just gonna we're just gonna play some baseball here in the front yard and and hopefully 
they'll <laughs> want to come and join. So they, they skate a little bit down the hill and, you know, they're, they're kind of chatting with us a little bit. And I go to hit the ball and the ball somehow blasts behind me and slams right into Dee Dee's brand new convertible, <laughs> leaving a, a dent in the side of it. Literally brand new convertible. And that happens right in front of John. And that was one of those moments where I was like, I think I'll die now. I think, yeah, that's the best life choice is, for me is that to where, just die. Is, it, is that where Dee Dee and Dave locked you in that closet for like three weeks <laughs> after that? As punishment, yeah, and fed me fish heads. <laughs> <I would never. laughs> so the, the lesson of the day is don't try and be cool because nobody is really cool. That's the bottom line. Um, well, I don't know about all that. <laughs> well, except me. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but you, you know remember if you're cool, you're cool. And if you're not, you're not. But if you're not, that's cool. So just be not cool and, and that will be cool. And I'll tell you, oh, my God, I, I think you just broke the paradox. <laughs> and one thing, one thing that is 100% cool is being in elementary school and being in the bathtub and pretending with your sister that you're giving birth to koosh balls <laughs> by putting the koosh balls in betwixt your butt cheeks <laughs> and then saying, <laughs> and then spreading them and letting koosh balls fall into the, tw- into the bathtub. Um, or, okay, everyone try and wrap your head around this. My sister, quite the manipulator that she was, or prankster, or whatever you want to call it, in order for me to, in order for her to give in and play Monopoly Junior with me, which I think I was in like twelfth grade at this time. No, no I was probably like in. I was I was probably in fifth grade, sixth grade. My sister was in fourth grade, let's say. Yeah, and I'm like, Mary, I, I want to, Mary, I want to play Monopoly Junior, and you know, like, my sister was like whatever punk you want to play monopoly junior i got a deal for you sucker i just took a, st- a steaming shit in the toilet how about you pick that bad boy up with your hand kind of mush it around a little bit maybe i'll play some monopoly junior with you, what was you I stupid going idiot through? Uh, obviously she didn't talk like that she, it was probably but more I along the lines of like you if that. you touch my poopy i'll play with it and i was like oh Which i is guess creepy to have a sweet tender voice asking you to pick up a turd in the toilet <laughs> something clearly i started rebelling I young <laughs> right mary just saw her vulnerable brother and was like i'm gonna break this motherfucker i don't know why i was so mean to you and and very manipulative I, no. oh my god i knew how to get you to just like do all of my just biddings, biddings. yeah do you remember when we were fighting and like I think I kicked you in the stomach or something? Yes, knocked and the wind you, out of my sails. But then Mary hammed it up like she was going to be nominated for some Academy Award. Army crawled her way to the telephone and like digit by digit dialing mom. And I was like, Mary, please. Don't tell mom. Mary, please, no. She told me no, if I get in no. trouble again, I'm screwed. And dramatically <laughs> dialed her at work. Totally necessary. Uh, classic times good, classic good times nothing like time. some sibling rivalry and hating each other for so many years because you thought oh, i was the perfect child and why did i hate mm-hmm, you i hated mm-hmm. you because you always acted like you were so much wiser and older than me at your two not even two full years of being older than me <laughs> 
Mary, you wouldn't even understand, okay? Yeah. You haven't I know to the Pledge I of have. Allegiance. You don't. <laughs> I was so jealous that you knew the Pledge of Allegiance before me. <laughs> Mary, can you count? Can you do the nine multiplication tables on your fingers? Check this shit out. And it was just, you know, that kind of mentality. But I Let's do go remember, I... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap things up with how a precious story memory i have of being a child when i was jealous that you were in school and i wasn't and i wasn't learning these things and so i was trying so hard in my head like i want to know how to add i want to know how to add and i was like oh, mom i figured it out i know how to add one plus one is two two plus two is three three plus three <laughs> is four and seeing the disappointment and pure just like tragic disappointment in my mom's eyes um, i don't understand why why disappointment i'm just kidding. why disappointment <laughs> is that how math works <laughs> so i I'm guess so once confused. i started being smarter than you i was like well i have to just fuck with him the rest of his life <laughs> Once I started being smarter than you, everybody, is how my sister just, just leveled that situation out. little do out. you know, this uh, isn't even a real podcast and nobody is listening. I've been lying to you this whole time. <laughs> the only listener is Mary Claire and her freaking fart bubble. That's a story for next Sunday. <laughs> That's a story for another time. I did have one party. I did have one parting bit of wisdom, but it kind of already fled my mind listening to your story. Oh, see, I did it again. Uh, manipulate, manipulate, manipulate. Just kidding. Not at all. Not at all. But hey, 27 minutes. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. You guys, thank you for listening. We thought Sunday would just be fun to tell funny stories because ain't nobody got time for this emotional stuff all the time. Like, we no, need oh, to no, laugh. No. We need to just you know, kick our feet up and um, manipulate each other sometimes. Just kidding. Wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> That's from the Brady Bunch movie, if anyone didn't catch that. Um, well, we love you guys. Thank you for listening, um, and we'll be back. We'll be back soon. Yep. Mad love and peace, and uh, check out our mixtape dropping next Saturday. It's uh, it's a little, I'm just kidding. There's Brady no Bunch sing along. Uh, it's something. Brady Bunch sing along. Those lines. <laughs> yeah, come on, get help. Oh no, the shit. That's Parker's family. Your dad would have killed me over that I one. Think I'll you go for a walk outside, outside now. Sunny sounds calling my name. Oh wait, it's not sunny. It's freezing, and I'm gonna climb back into my cave now. <laughs> I literally can't feel my hand. So this is an excellent time to end this podcast. All right. Can't feel my hand or my nose. And I have, I'm pretty sure I have that constant bead of snot dripping into my mustache. So everybody Cheerio. have a wonderful night. Light up those, uh, those um, pop tarts and butter. All right. <laughs>